Welcome to the 411 Podcast. I am your hairdresser and host, Nicole. Everyone knows the salon as a little therapy session. Hairdressers know all your dirty secrets. What happens in the salon usually stays in the salon. Well, until now, that is. Each week, I will be joined by a different client who will co-host with me and we will spill all the juicy gloss. From relationships to self-love, we are going to teach you how to treat you right. So get cosy, grab a cuppa or a Cosmo and cheeseburger and learn to love yourself. Aloha and welcome back to the 411 podcast. My name is Nicole and it's just me on my Todd this week. My guest didn't turn up but we'll not hold it against her. I do have a wee topic in mind that I did want to discuss so that's absolutely fine. How's your week been? How how I, I'm speaking to you as if like you're able to answer but I'm sure you'll be playing in the car or whatever, and you're like, yeah, Nicole, my week's been good, or my week's actually been pants. Just taking a wee sip of my tea there. My week has actually been brilliant. I think that this episode is actually very fitting, and I'm glad that I'm actually on my Todd doing this episode, because it means that I get to get across what I've got to say without being interrupted. So, I wanted to discuss the topic of oversharing and the reason why I want to speak about oversharing is because I think I may have a little bit of oversharing regret, which is really normal and a lot of people do it. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to sit and I wanted to talk about why we overshare, why I thought that I'd overshared, what my regrets are, what my regrets aren't and how we stop oversharing if you're like me and you're just like I want to stop oversharing but how how do I stop don't worry I've got the answer but first of all what I want you to do is I want you to click that subscribe button and I want you to leave a wee review if you're on Spotify because it really really helps us reach more people who need this episode guys so subscribe now I'm going to give you a few seconds to subscribe there's so many people that listen to this podcast from far and wide it's literally listened to in 12 different countries from Canada to South Korea to the Philippines the United Kingdom of course and many many more and you're all listening every single week and I love that so I don't understand why you aren't all subscribed and why you haven't all left a wee review to say, we love Nicole, everybody should listen to this. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's me kicking my table, guys. Um, So, let's get into the episode. They have been cruel to you Saying things they don't mean They have been rude to you Disrespect how you feel But baby, I'll never Why do I feel like I have overshared or why do I have a little bit of oversharing regret, let's say? So, 
I am a very private person when it comes to my private life. I keep that private. And of course, there's things that I would share with my friends. However, I find that over the years, I have always regretted opening up to people. And that includes friends. It also includes family members and it includes partners as well. There are things that I wish that I had never told these people. And I think it's because I've now realised that they weren't worthy of sharing that information with. And you need to be really careful about who you share information with and what kind of information you share. I like to see the good in people, guys. So I like to think that if I'm opening up to somebody that they are aware that I'm being vulnerable in that moment and that I trust them at that moment in time. And trust for me is such a big thing. And I know it's it's quite a big thing for everybody, but trust for me is a really, really big thing because my trust has been severely, severely broken over the past year or so. And I have had to learn to trust again and all of that. And that hasn't been easy. However, I think that what I've learned through all of the months and months of inner work and healing and therapy, counselling, all of these things, I think I've learned that I need to learn to trust myself. It's not about trusting other people. It's trusting myself, maybe not to share certain things with certain people or trust myself that if I were to get into a new relationship that I would trust myself, my gut instinct. I would listen to myself instead of doing what I've done in the past and not listening to that gut instinct. But nonetheless, I've always been a very private person. If I was in a relationship and say we had a wee bit of a disagreement, an argument before we went out or say we went to visit relatives or whatever, I would always just act like kind of nothing's happened. And I don't know if that's kind of toxic. However, I just believe that you don't need to share every single argument with everybody. And I think that we need to remember that if you are somebody that overshares or the minute you have an argument with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, that you pick up the phone right away before you've even kind of processed what's happened. And then you talk to your friend or a family member about what's happened and they're only really getting kind of one side aren't they so you've not even processed what's happened the chances are you've maybe not processed who was in the wrong it takes time and time is a very important factor I think when it comes to telling people things some people might never tell you things and some people might tell you everything every wee detail and don't get me wrong I think that that's what friends are for and I think that you should be able to go to your family like your mum or your sister or your brother or your dad whoever it may be somebody who is trusted and speak to them you would never know that my partner and I had had an argument 
if we were out at dinner with you or we came to a party or we went to a family dinner or something like that. I just believe that you have to be careful who you share what with because if you share every little argument with friends or family members, then you need to remember that they don't love the person that the way that you love that person. Therefore, they can start to actually dislike this person because they're hearing every wee argument, but you can forget about that. I mean, the big stuff you should take, of course you should, like, you should speak to somebody if your partner has been abusive towards you, hopefully you would leave, but I'm not naive enough to believe that you just leave the first time. It takes a woman on average seven times to leave her partner, and believe me, I get that. You guys who are listeners of the podcast would understand that, that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. However, you should definitely like seek help and advice or somebody who you know you can trust if you're going through something like that, you're in an abusive relationship. A problem shared is a problem halved, they say. But yeah, the reason that I wanted to do a wee podcast on oversharing is because I have been reflecting over the past few weeks about the things that I have shared in regards to my personal life. And when I started to share what I did, I believe that I wasn't, I hadn't processed everything yet. So now upon reflection, I'm starting to think that maybe it wasn't the best time to speak about what had happened. I maybe should have held off a little bit and processed things and made sure that I was on the other side of things before I started to talk about it because I did do a little bit of research into why we overshare. I'm going to share those things with you in a wee moment. But moving forward, I am likely going to have a new partner in the future and I share a lot on here and I share a lot on TikTok. I started a female empowerment group for people who had been through abuse and toxic relationships. And a lot of people joined that group and they really began to kind of rely on me. And I think I took on a wee bit too much too soon. I understand that helping other women by sharing my story, that is actually like a strength. But at times I think it could be viewed as a weakness and I think it could be viewed wrong. And bear in mind, I know that everybody looks at everything differently. Everything, Everybody's going to take away something different from these podcasts or the videos on TikTok. But I don't really know if I got my point across properly. I was always somebody that hated people that would talk about their ex. Hate's quite a strong word, actually. I just didn't like when people would talk about their ex because I would think, well, it wasn't all bad. If it was, you wouldn't have been with them. It's just obviously now you feel a bit differently. And I think I used to view people as quite bitter. Having gone through a really horrific time with my ex, I know that I've shared a lot 
in regards to us in our personal life. And I never intended it to be any kind of hate campaign, smear campaign, or anything other than to help people and to take my pain and take those lemons and turn it into lemonade. Because if anybody knows me that's listening to this podcast, they would know that that's exactly what I do with everything in my life. It might seem like the end of the world, but sure as hell, I will make lemonade out of it. I always come out on top. I'm such a lucky girl. Everything always works out for me in the end. And I think about having a new partner and I think I don't want this new partner to be scared off thinking that I'm going to post our whole personal life on there and I'm going to talk about it all day long because I'm not. I'm very, very private and as I said, I like to keep certain things to myself and I haven't shared every last detail of what happened. I know that I have shared through examples of trying to explain to people while making the videos because they've asked questions, they've sent me messages, can you please explain this? I don't know if I'm in a coercive controlling relationship. I don't know whether I'm suffering narcissistic abuse. And I thought I'm going to help people here. And I never intended it for it to be like the sole focus, but I must admit it, it is kind of annoying now that the only videos or the only podcasts that seem to get listened to or get the most views or the most downloads are the ones about narcissists and I think it's because we're experiencing a lot of that in this day and age. I don't know if this is correct right however personally I feel like there's a lot of narcissists in this day and age because of parenting. And if you know about narcissistic personality disorder, you would know that they are not quite sure whether it's something that somebody's born with. They're pretty sure that they are raised. It's their parenting style that creates a narcissist. And I can't help but think that this is led to a world where there's a lot of people that don't take responsibility and even what I'm doing right now just self-reflecting and kind of looking back on the things that I've done and put out there and being like mm, I'm not really sure if that was the best thing to do. Narcissists don't have that ability. There's actually a lot of people that don't have any self-awareness at all and they don't self-reflect and that is just mind-blowing to me because I reflect on everything. I don't necessarily think that I'm somebody that thinks in detail thoroughly about what I'm going to say and sometimes I wish that I did. However, I think that that's what makes me me. It makes me relatable. I don't have a filter. I say what I say. I do believe that you can change your mind about something. So down the line, I might change my mind about something just the way that I feel like I've changed my mind about this oversharing subject. You're allowed to change your mind. And I always say, if you knew better, you would do better. 
And for the people that have done you wrong, if they knew better, they would do better. They don't know better, so they don't do you better, you know? Like, so I feel like now I've came through and I'm at the end of this healing journey and I've come through all of that trauma and I have so much to take away from that. But I am not what happened to me. I am not my trauma. I have so much more to offer. Right, okay, so moving on. When it comes to oversharing, I did a little bit of research as to why we overshare. So what we're going to learn in this podcast is how to set healthy boundaries or find other ways of getting your needs met in a healthy way. Okay, so I found clinical psychologist Dr. Kiran on TikTok and her videos are great. And I'm going to share with you five reasons why you overshare. So number one is you have an unresolved trauma. Number two, you believe that it will help quickly develop a close relationship. Number three, you struggle with your boundaries. Number four, your anxiety makes you talk uncontrollably. The more you share, the more anxious you get, but you can't stop. And number five, there is a part of you that feels really lonely and is looking for connection. There was also another video that I found by another clinical psychologist that said, because you've got an intense desire to connect with strangers, which is what Dr. Kiran said as well, and that it actually you don't grow up oversharing, this happens over time. So this is usually due to childhood trauma. That in your childhood, you may have felt inadequate. So what you do is, over time, you start to share everything in order to get your needs met. And that it's a possibility that there was no one there to listen to you as a child. Oversharing is an unconscious act and you may not realise that you've done it until after you've done it and I think that we could probably all relate to that, that we have overshared and then we've left the place and we've got that jilting feeling where we thought, oh, oh no, I shouldn't have shared that or maybe for me as a hairdresser, you develop close relationships with your clients really quickly and I'm not really into small talk I do ask my clients are you going any holidays how are you how's your mum how's your dad how's the dog that kind of thing however I like to actually chat and get right into like a the, like the nitty-gritty I like to find out about people I think that maybe there's been a few times in my professional career where I felt like, oh my God, I've overshared. And I think I definitely did that last year where I had clients that I'd had for years that were with me when I met my husband and they had went through the whole relationship with me, it seemed. And then they came in, they have their hair done and 
they would ask about them and I would be like, you know, like they, you would tell them the story and before you knew it, like you, the appointment would be done and you would think, oh my God, I never even asked them about how their gran was and she's in hospital and I never, I'm not sure I asked them about them. I think I just vented. So like Dr. Karen says in point one, you have an unresolved trauma. So that, I definitely had an unresolved trauma at that point. And when I look at last year and I think, I did worry at times that I was oversharing. And I thought, is it for a good cause? And I would kind of ask the audience, let's say, whether it was on TikTok or whether it was on here, Everyone would send me lovely messages like saying you didn't overshare, like don't worry, like it's very relatable. I've been through the same thing. You're doing great. And I was speaking on a TikTok live the other day and I was saying somebody came up and just asked me like a, a really personal question about my relationship before. And I think now that I'm fully healed, I, I went, do you know what? I'm not going to answer that. And I said to them, you know, I don't mind people asking me questions. However, I am going to start putting boundaries in place and I am going to start to censor what I am sharing because when it comes to a new relationship, I don't want to scare somebody off thinking that's what she's like because I didn't do that in my first relationship. I know that I have done that in some ways over my marriage ending but it really was a case of I was unaware that I was in this abusive relationship and when I found all of this out I felt like oh my god I didn't know if that information was out there then I would have known so it it came from a good place like it's always came from a good place I've always had good intentions and I and a golden heart, I can assure you that, like, I always think about other people, and I think that's why when I found out, and I did loads of research and training and things like that, and I went, oh my god, I have to, like, I have to put this out there, and then when I put it out there in TikTok, and people started to follow me, and they would answer, they would ask me questions, sorry, and they would want help and I decided I think we need to start a women's group like how do I help people and me being somebody that likes to help other people I think that that's where maybe I just went in too deep and I didn't really think about what I was sharing and I wasn't really protecting myself and now I know better so I'm going to do better moving forward and it's not to say that the podcast won't be relatable anymore because I'm not going to talk about anything to do with anything. It's just in regards to this relationship, I am so over it. I have been so over it for a very long time. And I feel like constantly talking about narcissistic abuse and coercive control is just, it keeps you in a place where I don't want to be kept. I've left that place like, and I don't want to keep going back to it and revisiting it, you know. So I am going to read out five things to stop you from oversharing. 
So I'm actually going to pull this up in my phone because I saved it on TikTok. Um, bear with me a wee second. Sorry about that. So five tips to stop you oversharing. Make a list of things you do not want to share or regret oversharing. Refer to this list regularly to remind yourself of the limits you have to set for yourself. Make a list of quote-unquote safe people you feel comfortable sharing your vulnerable stuff with. You can also make a list of people you'd never want to share this stuff with and refer back to that regularly also. Number three, use responses like when someone asks an intrusive question, I'm not comfortable talking about that or that's so personal for me, I can't get into it. So that's basically what I did the other day. I just was like, I'm not speaking about this. I'm not comfortable. No, not anymore. Number four, ask questions and practice your listening skills instead of over talking. You can prepare a few questions in advance. Save them on your phone for quick reference. Number five, practice talking slower. This gives you a chance to think about the question you've been asked. You can even say, I don't know about that, but I'll have a think and then move on from the conversation. So I thought they were five really good points when it comes to oversharing because that's something that I'm definitely going to implement. And this week, I am going to sit down and I'm going to think about everything. I was speaking to my minister today and I said to him, John, I'm going to sit down this week and I'm going to write down everything in life and I'm going to make a plan. Because when I think about my most successful era it was 2020 2021 and in 2021 although my mum was ill and it was a horrible year it was like the worst year it was also one of the best years it it really I done well in business I felt like things were going well in my life in general and I really did believe that my mum was going to survive I really believed that the treatment was going to work and I believed that she would be with us for another few years at least I mean that's what the doctors were telling us so I really believed that so I never let the idea of my mum actually passing away creep into my mind I just was so super positive and I know that I will never be the same person again I have been through so much trauma this year but there's certain aspects of me that I have missed and one of those things is deciding what to share so in 2020 I had a travel business and part of that was to share my life on Instagram and I think that going back to saying like I've always been a very private person I didn't really share much about my marriage. I didn't really share much about it with friends and family. I think that a lot of people thought that I had the perfect marriage. And it was only really towards the end when my mum got sick. 
that I think I started to voice that my husband was acting really out of line. And I think that at the time, I didn't have time to deal with it because I was dealing with my mum. And then she obviously passed away in September 2021. And then I was dealing with the grief of that. And we all know what happened after that. But I did speak to my mum about it. And my mum was somebody that couldn't really hold her water either, right? So her friends have spoke to me and said that she did voice concerns about my husband's behaviour. But I think that from the outside, because I was very private, we could say, is this a con or is this a pro? Because I do want to talk about the pros and cons, but when you don't tell people things, then they don't know. And I think it was just so shocking to people that what happened happened. And it was almost, it was obviously a shock to me as well, but it was almost not as shocking because by not sharing who that person really was and kind of protecting them because I was protecting my marriage and I didn't want anybody to view them as anything other than perfect, I suppose. I just wanted like the perfect marriage, like everybody. That kind of, well, I don't really know what, what that did by protecting him. If I always kind of seen it as, the pro of oversharing is that people know what is going on in your life and they are able to check in on you or if you have a breakup or something like that happens, say your mum's sick, your dad's sick, your sister's unwell, then your friends know so they can support you. But if you don't share, then people don't know like people aren't mind readers so I suppose there's like a healthy boundary there and when we were talking about the list of five tips to stop you oversharing writing that down who you can share with and who you absolutely don't want to share information with I think that that is very healthy and it's something that I did in the past is definitely never shared everything with everyone I was saying that I had a business and I was an independent travel agent and part of growing the business was a thing called attraction marketing in which I would share my lifestyle. And to a lot of people, I had a very sought-after lifestyle. I suppose to a lot of people, I was quote-unquote that girl. You would see on Instagram or TikTok getting up, exercising, eating healthy, looking good all the time. A lot of people would say that doesn't exist, but it absolutely does exist. It's whether that is realistic for you. And for me, that was realistic. I managed to share my life on Instagram every single day. I would post stories, multiple stories, but... I didn't share really personal things, I think, until my mum passed away. And that's where we come into the part where Dr. Kiran, the clinical psychologist, says you have unresolved trauma 
and that's why you overshare because when my mum died of course it was really traumatic and I think that everybody just expects you to drop to your knees and be blubbering and slubbering like all day but it's not like that actually grief happens in a very slow way for a lot of people it doesn't hit you right away which is why I think I appeared to be all right but I was definitely oversharing I think or sharing really really vulnerable moments when it was maybe not the best thing to do because unfortunately a con of sharing is that you become gossip to people and people laugh about your misfortunes your losses your failures your miseries you know like and that's really really sad and although that's not something I would do I know that there's a lot of people that get a lot of, they get a kick out of that, you know, it's like, there'd be a lot of people that get a kick out of the fact that my marriage failed. The thing is, though, I don't really see it as a failure, because I see everything as a lesson. I've actually got that tattooed on me, and I've just realised, like, it, I got it done maybe when I was about 19 or something, and it's the worst tattoo I've ever gotten. It's really effed up, but... Never a failure, always a lesson, and it's very, very true. I always take lemons and make lemonade, as I've said. I think I sound like a broken record, but I really don't see it as a failure for me because I know that I tried. I tried everything I possibly could, and I had a lot of forgiveness inside me that led us to the point that we actually got to, and I think that that's forgotten by family, by friends. However, in order to move forward, you have to forgive people. Like I said, if they knew better, they would do better. They don't know better, so they, won't, they don't do better. But me, I know better, so I'll do better. And I've always been the person to take the high road, you know. And I'll always continue to do that. But I feel like I've always been able to share my private life without actually really sharing a lot <laughs> maybe making people think that they knew more than they did in regards to my job or sharing sharing my life and I actually quite enjoyed it and it was very motivational to people I used to get a lot of messages and things like that and I kind of want to go back to that where I find a healthy balance between sharing in order to inspire people and whether that's people who overshare or whether that's people who have been through abuse or whether that's in business or whether it's to motivate them to go to the gym or eat healthy and treat themselves right like the theme tune on this podcast I am going to teach you how to treat you right and that's something that I've been reflecting on as when I started this podcast, I was actually in a very good mind frame. And I think it maybe got a wee bit dark. That There's definitely a lot of pain in the episodes. And I don't know if I'll be keeping all of the episodes up. I think what I'm going to do is listen to each episode individually and decide whether was I oversharing? 
but is there value in the episode? Like, what can people take away from the episode? Because I want to make sure that when I'm sitting down and I'm giving my time, this is not monetized. This is something that I do for free because I absolutely love it. It's a hobby. So I want to make sure that when I sit down, I am putting out an episode that I feel proud of and that I think that there's value in and that if people are going to spend their time listening to my podcast, I want to make sure that it's just, it's not just shite for better words, like sorry for my French, but there's lots of podcasts where they sit and they just talk shite and that can be fun and it can be funny and this is a podcast about bringing what we chat about in the chair to the the listeners of the podcast we take it from the salon what happens in the salon no longer stays in the salon however I think there's been a lot of things shared and the the people who have been on the podcast clients that have shared their stories I just I think it's so brave and I have so much admiration for people that are vulnerable and they share their story because it is super inspiring and I think that one thing that may be a pro of my oversharing is that there was people out there that thought I was just this perfect human being and now they know that I'm not you know like maybe they thought that I had it really easy and that everything was handed to me and the thing is that even when I was married I did all of this on my own. This is all me. From I was 16 years old, I have never asked anybody for nothing. I've never asked for a penny. I never took a penny off my husband in the year we were together. Um, And I never asked for it. So this is all me. And I think that that's something that I'm proud to share. And of course, it is Mother's Day today. And... I just owe so much to my mum for creating me and making me me because I honestly feel like I look back at that woman that I was in 2021 and I think what a fucking, I was a powerhouse a fucking person, a powerhouse. I was taking care of my mum. I was running three businesses at the time. I was a sister, a daughter, an auntie, a wife, a daughter-in-law, a friend. Oh, it was, and, and I look back at that woman and I think there was people that messaged me around about that time and were like, wow, I'm in awe of you. Like, how do you do it? And my sister said something like that to me recently. And honestly, I broke down in tears, like, because to have, to have that admiration from my sister just it means the world <laughs> there is there has probably never been a tougher critic in my life than my sister <laughs> and just my mum's not here to make her proud or say I'm so proud of you and even though I know that she was and I know that she would be that's my next best thing so with that said 
there are a lot of pros and cons when it comes to oversharing and I hope that you have taken something from this episode and I hope that you understand as well that it's not a case of I'm never going to talk about anything personal. Of course I will. I think it's just, it's time to stop talking about the past. And I tried to do this before, but I get messages, I get emails. And if you want email, the email address is the four, no, wait, it's the hair 411 at yahoo.com. So you can email topics, questions or whatever, and people do. So I'm just, I do episodes and I try to like take a topic and relate to it myself because I feel like the most relatable thing is to talk about your experience. And if you haven't experienced something, I don't think that you've got really any right talking about it. So, and I do, I feel proud of myself that I came through everything that I did in life and I did that alone and I did that without medication. I did that because I have a strong ass mind and I'm a strong ass woman (laughs) and I was made by an incredibly strong woman and I've got incredibly strong women round about me. And I've got such an amazing support system. So all of you badasses that are listening to this, that are my friends, are my family, thank you so much for the bottom of my heart. I don't ever feel like I've overshared with you. I don't regret oversharing with you. I have my people that are a safe space and I get to to call them my friends and family and majority of them are all mummies so happy mother's day to you beautiful beautiful yummy mummies and with that said I am going to wrap up this episode because I'm going to spend time with my sister and her babies today and I can't wait actually like we're having a nice roast and we've got a nice dessert and she's actually making homemade tomato soup for the first time so we're fingers and toes crossed that that works out good but she's a tremendous cook but she shouldn't be cooking today anyway I hope you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe and leave a little review if you like the podcast please leave a little review it is so helpful to little old me here sitting on my toad it helps me reach more people and that's all I want to do is reach as many people as I possibly can to help them treat themselves better be kinder to themselves and one thing I want to add is I don't feel like I regret I think I said at the start I think I might be I don't feel like I regret what I shared I just think that I'm moving into a new chapter So we will wrap that up. Thank you so much for listening. We'll speak again next week. Bye.